On this week's show, we're talking about rooftop solar as a low-risk, high-return investment. Now, almost all investments are either low-risk and low-return or high-risk and high-return. It's kind of a basic of uh, capital market and finance theory. Generally, you always get a higher return on riskier investments because you need that higher return because sometimes those risky investments aren't going to pay off. Now, there's lots of experts out there, lots of uh, great finance um, advice, especially here on KDMW, and they'll help you with good financial investments. Um, There's always the challenge of balancing the risk of the investment with the return, and people kind of want to make some changes as as, uh, they get older. If you're younger, you can uh, uh, afford riskier investments because you got more time to make up for it. If you're a little bit older, if you're kind of nearing retirement, you may be looking for less risky investments. You're looking for ways to really save your cash better. Uh, now, now, traditional financial investments work well for commodities, for fungible goods. It's like money, you know, any kind of money. I mean, it doesn't matter where the money's generated. You want to get the best return um, on your investment at the lowest risk. Now, electricity is also a commodity. Your appliances don't care where they get their electrons from, whether it's the old-fashioned utility, whether it's a gas generator, or whether it's solar panels on your roof. Um, The reality, because of the cost reductions in solar over the past 10 years, is rooftop solar is just fundamentally a cheaper way to generate electricity. And utilities have come to the same decision. They're, they're installing um, solar left and right. Um, no more nuclear, no more coal, and even less natural gas. They're putting it in. And homeowners are also benefiting because it's the cheapest way to generate electricity. Now, the unique thing about rooftop solar, solar that you own yourself, is you get a very high return and a very low risk. And we're going to talk about the returns and the risks on this show. Now, what kind of got me started on this is I was talking to one of our solar customers. He's a friend, and we put solar in for him about 10 years ago up in, up in Marin. Um, he's a finance expert. He bought a system for his house, and uh, there, was, there were rebates from California at the time, and, and I think there was some small tax credits. And when he ran the numbers for himself and we gave him a quote for a system, he couldn't believe – that um, if he took money out of his money market account, which was like earning 1% or so before tax, and he bought solar, he'd be able to get a 12% after-tax return. In other words, his monthly energy savings, when he kind of calculated it out, what he got for the year, was 12%. And that was way back in 2006. Systems were probably twice as expensive then, and um, there wasn't a federal tax credit. Um, interest rates haven't really changed that much. They're still really low. Um, so, so people still get that um, rate of return. Now, he recently bought another system for his vacation house. He's a smart guy. He's doing pretty well. He's got two houses. So even though he's not in the solar business, he, he was expressing a huge amount of frustration to me because he was saying people don't understand the investment value of solar. He wanted to reach out and grab people over the phone and shake them and say, hey, you can get a 15%, you can get a 20% rate of return after tax on solar. And, you know, I was talking to him about the, 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 um, the return is something that you look at the, the numbers from a solar installer and you can see, gee, you're going to save you know, $2,000 a year and the system's going to cost you $10,000. you got a 20% rate of return. Easy to calculate. But people don't have a good sense of the risk. And um, what's really happened over the past 10 years or so is more and more people have solar. There's a million people in the country that have solar systems. Um, it's clear that the risk of them not working has gone way, 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 way down. I mean, we, you know, we get fewer than 1 in 10,000 issues with a solar panel, and, and they just keep working. Every single customer that I've ever installed solar on that I can recall, 
10,000 customers. The systems are all still working. Now, sometimes they might have to re-roof. Sometimes an old inverter had to get replaced. But these solar panels are cranking things out. They, if there's a problem, easy to fix, and it's still going. So on this week's show, we're going to look at a home solar system from an investment perspective. And when I'm talking about it from an investment perspective, instead of buying a financial investment and waiting for that financial investment to appreciate, you could install solar. You can pocket a few hundred dollars every single month in electricity savings. In other words, if your electric bill was $250, it might be $50 now. So you're saving $200 cash every single month. And this is an after-tax benefit because the, the, the savings on the cash, that's cash that you've already paid taxes on. And now that's cash that you can use to buy something else. So it's an after-tax benefit. The vast majority of financial investments or, or get returns based on a pre-tax, pre-tax basis, and you have to pay taxes on it. No big deal. So here's how solar works. Pretty simple. Uh, a system's designed to offset some or all of your current electric bill. It's installed on the roof, so a good solar contractor is going to be able to come out to your house or do a satellite analysis and see what fits. They'll correlate it with your electric bill. Don't want to put in a system that's too big because it's kind of a waste of money. And uh, you, you, don't, you want to make sure that you can afford the system. And it's a total of about a 30 to 40-day process from beginning to end, from the, when the contract's signed to when you get interconnected from your utility. California is really good with utility interconnections. Some places around the country might take a little bit longer. And once the system's installed, the utility says, fine, switch it on. During the day, when you're not home, the meter runs backwards. It's called net metering. The numbers actually go down. It's great. At night, you get power from the utility. And so basically, you're using the utility grid as a giant battery, and it's, it's 100% efficient. The systems have a four- to eight-year payback, and you know, we look at what the total costs are, including the tax credit. It's great. And the systems are guaranteed for 10 to 25 years. Um, the, all the solar panels are guaranteed for 25 years, and uh, the inverters, those are the electronics, they're guaranteed from anywhere from 10 to 25 years. So I've got customers going back to 2001 here in California and, and uh, on the East Coast going back to 2003, still very happy, um, really negligible maintenance. So here's how the costs work. Typically, it's about $10,000 to $25,000 for a typical home. There's easy financing available, solar loans. A lot of companies offer leases. They advertise a lot. I don't recommend the leases if you can qualify for a loan because your economics are better with a loan. Then if you own the system and when you put the system in, you get a 30% federal tax credit. You knock 30% of the cost of the system off your taxes. So if you put in a $20,000 system, your tax bill goes down by $6,000. And other states have rebates and other incentives. We don't have them in California because the return on investment is already pretty good. So here's an example of a recent house we did in San Jose. Put 20 solar panels on. The system was 5.6 kilowatts. The total cost was $17,400. After the tax credit, it was $12,180, and this customer is saving, the the way the numbers worked out, $199 a month. You'll save more on a bigger system and less if you put in a smaller system just because it's generating less electricity. I look at the simple payback on that system, you know, rounding things off, $12,000 cost, save $2,400 a year. That's a five-year simple payback. And if you look at it in terms of return on investment, you get a $200 per month, uh, a $2,400 a year return on a $12,000 investment, that's a 20% ROI, and it's after tax. So if you compare it to other secure investments, it blows them away. Um, and if you compare it to the long-term return on the stock market, which is, say, you know 6% or so, and then you have to pay taxes, that brings that long-term return down to maybe 4%, way better. 
So um, when, when you're kind of doing these ROI calculations, it's good to keep things simple and conservative, and that's what we do. So we're not assuming it, uh, inflation. We're not assuming a discount rate. We're not assuming any energy escalation. We're not assuming that your payments go up every month, and we're not assuming that the system's worth anything. So after 25 years, it's basically fully depreciated. Um, and we are including a little bit of, of maintenance costs in that. So you, you can see how you've got this 20% rate of return on your solar system and compare that to any other investment you can make. It's terrific. It's the best return you can get, and it's legal. So what if you were to finance the system? We were talking initially about you know paying cash for it, take the money out of your money market or out of a cash account and, and buy the system. Your rate of return is a little bit lower if you finance it. Let's say you get a bank loan at 6%. Um, your return on investment is about 12%. Now, some people still like to lease. And if you lease it, um, your return on investments down to about 5%. Now, it's still way better than most investments. Um, and, you know, um, it's, it's once again after tax. And the leasing's really, really helped grow the solar industry. But right now, there are so many easy-to-get solar loans. Uh, banks offer them. Credit unions offer them. There's a number of companies that just specialize in solar loans. You get a better deal. Um, so in other words, 20% if you pay cash, 12% if you borrow the money in a solar loan, and then you know, you're going to pay a little bit of interest to the bank, or 5% if you lease it. Um, and the other issue with leases is that sometimes there's some downsides in terms of making it a little bit trickier to sell your house. Um, but th- those are things that, that you can plan for. So we're talking about the returns. Um, to me, and I'm, I'm, I always kind of watch out for these things, it sounds like it's almost too good to be true. But I assure you that they really are. You can just talk to the thousands and thousands of people, talk to your neighbors who have solar, and they're going to tell you that the solar systems are still cranking along. So we're talking about rooftop solar as a low-risk, high-return investment. Last segment, we talked about returns. Um, you know, if you purchase the system, you've got a, a 20% return. If you borrow money for the system, it's about a 12% return. And if you lease it, you've got about a 5% return. I'll tell you, all of those returns are pretty, pretty fantastic. But... Let's talk about the risks. Um, and there are some things that you just um, have to know about. And I'm sure when you're evaluating a system and you're talking to an installer, you're going to ask about these risks, the downsides. And um, hopefully the installers that you're talking to are going to give you the straight scoop. And if you ever have any questions, just don't, don't hesitate to shoot an email out to Cinnamon Solar or take a look at our website. We're very, very objective about these things. So what are, what are some of the risks? Well, here's, here's the, the biggest one is what if – the sun doesn't come up. Well, I, I tell you that if the sun doesn't come up in the morning, we've got much bigger problems. So we can kind of cross that risk factor completely off. Boom. It's crossed off the list. The big question people have is, how reliable are these solar panels? What if there's a problem with a solar panel? I'll tell you, I, I, I've installed probably a million solar panels. And in my experience, fewer than 1 in 10,000 have a minor fault. And a minor fault is, you know, maybe a, a, a you know, a blemish or a problem with the wiring or something like that, easy to fix. Um, I, I think I might have replaced in my entire solar career three or four solar panels that actually were defective. They weren't putting out as much power as they were supposed to. And the reason why we're, we're able to do that is because we've been monitoring almost all the systems. Um, but you have to remember that these solar panels are made of huge factories. They just kind of crank these things out literally by the, the you know, tens of thousands. And every single solar panel is tested multiple times at the solar panel factory. I've been to most of the factories. Actually, all the factories that, that um, supply my companies I've visited. I like to go take a look at them wherever they are, whether in, um, there's one we use in the U.S., whether it's in China, Korea, 
Japan, China, Vietnam. I, I just like to take a look at them. So they're tested multiple times. And um, they're also tested when they're installed. So the installers put the system in, wire everything up. They know how much energy and power they should be getting, and they can measure that. And basically, you know, responsible installers, if they don't see the numbers that they're expecting on the metering, then they're going to go troubleshoot it. It Almost never, ever happens. And the other thing you have to remember is the panels are guaranteed for 25 years. Now, why do they last so long? It's There's no moving parts. It's basically an aluminum frame like a window, tempered glass like a window, and then sandwiched between that temp- behind that tempered glass are s- silicon solar cells. They just work. Um, no moving parts. There's nothing to wear out. The only degradation that you might get is a very gradual degradation as the glass may kind of get a little bit fogged. Um, and the panels are guaranteed to put out 80% of their original rated output even after 25 years. Okay, so panels. Don't worry about it. Um, the electronics, the inverter. The inverter converts the DC from the solar panels into AC for your house. This, there's two kinds of inverter technology. There's string inverters where you have one big inverter and it runs like 10, 20, 30 panels on your roof. Um, or you have microinverters behind the panels. The string inverters are guaranteed for 12 years and you can easily get an extended warranty. Some of our customers want this extended warranty. Some of the customers are like, hey, I'll worry about it, you know, 15 years from now. Um, any problem that happens during the warranty period is 100% fixed. If you get an extended warranty, you know, another 10 years, you've got it. The microinverters are guaranteed for 25 years. And if there's any problem with the microinverter, the manufacturer or the installer take care of it. The manufacturers are actually backing up the installer, so it doesn't become a burden on the installer. They're not reluctant to do this because they get reimbursed by the manufacturer. That's really, really important. Okay, we talked about solar panels, no problem. Inverters, guaranteed. Wiring. The wiring's tucked up underneath the solar panels, um, either in the racking or built into the solar panels themselves. And this wiring is designed to last for 25 years. It's, it's um, very durable black wiring. It's the same outdoor wiring that they have on phone lines and power lines. And they just there's nothing to wear out. The wiring is o- behind the panels is always in the shade. And what's not in the shade is usually in conduit. The only problems I've ever seen with wiring are when there's rodents or squirrels on the roof. So if you have trees leaning up against your house, what you need to do is make sure that you put screening around the perimeter of the array or just trim those trees so it's not a, a highway for the squirrels to kind of run onto your house. And if you do have those trees, there's going to be animals on your roof, and you know maybe one out of 20 times they may make a meal out of some of, out of, some of the wires. So um, I recommend just keeping those trees pruned. Okay. Now, what about the things that attach the solar panels to the roof? They're called mounting systems. The mounting systems are are made out of stainless steel and aluminum. So basically, everything that a responsible installer puts on the roof is corrosion-proof. There's nothing to rust. There's nothing to corrode. Now, the one thing you have to, to be concerned about is making sure that your installer is experienced and has their own trained crews because they're going to be making a number of roof attachment holes in your roof And those holes all have to be properly sealed with roof flashings. So good, responsible installers have highly trained crews that know exactly how to put these flashings on. I'll tell you, in my experience, we started using flashings back in 2005, 2004. Um, Zero leaks if there's flashings. The old way was just kind of um, putting an L-foot and some glue and a, a lag bolt through the roof. And that did have leaks once in a while. But as long as you've got flashings, the installer knows what they're doing, no problem at all. Um, now, um, the, so the bottom line, and this is the surprise about solar, there's 
almost zero maintenance. I can't say zero because if you're in a really, really dusty place, maybe you want to wash your panels every once in a while. But basically, there's nothing that's going to go wrong. And if something does go wrong, it's usually going to be a fairly minor change. Um, now, some other risks. What if the electric rates change? Well, the good news here is the trend on electric rates is pretty much always going up. They, they almost never go down. They don't go down because if the rates go down, the utilities lose less money. They want to make a lot of money. Now, when you put in solar, you're going to go on a rate program called net metering, and some utilities are trying to reduce the reimbursement rate on net metering, and that's kind of going on here in California where the net metering future rates are a tiny bit lower than the past rates, <laughs> but the reality is the electric rates have gone up even more since then, so the economics keep getting better. Um, if net metering does change, um, almost every single utility around the country has done something called grandfathering the net metering. That means that once you have a system that it's installed and connected, they'll continue to give you that net metering rate for 20 years or longer. Nevada made a mistake in not grandfathering it, and that's actually getting corrected. Okay, what other surprises, what other risks do you have? Well, what if you sell your house? Um, average tenure of home ownership is about seven years. Payback is five years, so you know, you'll, you'll be okay there. Here's the thing. If you pay cash or have a bank loan for your system, in other words, if you own the system, if you don't lease it, if you own the system, the data shows that the value of the house goes up by a lot more than the value of the system. And the number is actually $4,000 per kilowatt. So a 20-kilowatt system times 4,000 means that the value of your house goes up 20, by $20,000. These are studies that were done um, by the National Renewable Energy Lab and others. And, and it's very, very clear. It shows that houses with solar sell for more money than houses without solar. And the amount is $4,000 per kilowatt. Buyers like to see solar on their houses. It lowers the operating costs. Now, here's the thing. If you lease the system or have a PPA, you have to pay that lease off before you sell or transfer that lease to a new owner. And that's going to actually decrease the value of your house because there's an obligation that the new owner has to take over, and they're going to say, I don't want to deal with that. All right, what if you have to re-roof? Well, if you have to re-roof, get the re-roofing done before you put in solar because you don't want to have to remove the system and put it back. If your roof is good for 10 or 15 years, fine, put in solar. And worse comes to worse, if you do need to re-roof, most good installers can take care of that for you. There'll be a charge, typically 50 to 75 cents a watt. Um, and uh, the system can come off and goes right back on. The panels will be clean and it's going to work as, as well as it did when you bought it. Now, here are some big risks. And this is what you have to watch out for. Scams. I'm very sorry to say that there are some companies out there who are not completely honest. They're going to try to sell solar, and they're going to they're they're just going to take advantage of you. They're going to try to rip you off with overpriced systems, exaggerated savings, high pressure sales techniques, websites that that tease you into logging in, and then you're going to get nailed by an aggressive call center. Kind of reminds me of some used car dealers. So it gives the solar industry a bad name. And the solar industry is doing the best they can to, to crack down on that. And, and I'll tell you how to kind of avoid it. Um, watch out for companies that make cold calls on the phone. There's these call centers are very aggressive. Watch out for websites that purport to give you information about solar because that's just a lead generation machine. And, and what you should do really is get recommendations from friends who have a system. Find a local contractor who's been in business for a while. Find a contractor that's got a lot of five-star Yelp reviews. And keep in mind, an occasional bad review on Yelp is okay. That happens. Get several quotes. 
And if the offer sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Remember, there's thousands of ethical, affordable solar contractors out there. So in conclusion, solar is a very low-risk, high-return investment. It's low-risk because the equipment's guaranteed and the system's going to put out power, and the returns um, are very, very good, 10 to 20%. I'm surprised even more people don't have solar yet. Well, that's all the time we have on this week's energy show. If you missed any of today's show, you can always go to our website at cinnamonsolar.com and listen to the podcasts.